Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I give honor to the Trinity Godhead, and Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Father, I thank you for another opportunity, as always, to minister your word. I ask that you open the hearts of the hearers in the name of Jesus. And give me the grace to minister what you have given me. All this I ask in Jesus' name, and I thank you for it. Amen. Well, praise God. I believe we are going to be on our last session or our last broadcast concerning prayer. We left off talking about hindrances to prayer, and I believe I was in James, the fourth chapter and the third verse. But before we go on, I need to expound a little more on a couple of areas. In 1 Corinthians, the 14th chapter, verse 2, when I read that he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. And that's not to be thought of as spooky. But rather, we are yet speaking to God with an expectation of him to speak back to us. This is still a two-way conversation, only in a heavenly language. And it's also great because it shuts Satan and his demons out. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And in that two-way conversation, we're also receiving revelation we need. Praise God. Now, that word mysteries, I want to talk about that a little bit. In the Greek, it means mysterion, not the mysterious like we use in the English word, but that which being outside the range of unassisted natural apprehension is apart from the natural and could be made and can be made known only by divine revelation. And it is made known in a manner and a time appointed by God. And sometimes that's immediate or down the line. And also it's to those only who are illuminated by his spirit. Praise God. It's like the light bulb pops on and we see or understand something that was there all the, all along, but was hidden. But now it is revealed by God, by his spirit. So that's what he's talking about, mysteries. We, we, we speak to God in mysteries. Mm-hmm. And it is yet a two-way conversation. So we are to, to be open to him and expect him to speak back to us. Praise God. We're not just um, talking in the air. This is intentional and based on our relationship with God as his, us as his children and he being our father. Thank you, Jesus. I also want to follow up on James uh, the fourth chapter, verse three, I was reading from the Amplified version last week and uh, it used the word hedonistic desires. Let me read that. And I'm reading from the King, excuse me, the new King James version this week. And I want to review this because we don't walk around talking with each other using words like hedonistic. 
We just talk in normal, everyday language. And hedonistic means to engage in pursuit of pleasure, sensually, self-indulgent, unrestrained. And this points to most people building their kingdom, their kingdom, their personal kingdom versus the kingdom of God. And there's nothing wrong with that because Luke 12, 32 lets us know, actually Jesus reminds us that fear not little flock, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So God wants to do that. And however, uh, Matthew 6.33 ensures us that God wants to add to our lives. He says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his, his way of doing, thing and doing things and his way of being right. And all these things shall be added unto you. All the things that Jesus previously mentioned in the verses just before that. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so other hindrances to prayer are found in Matthew 6. Verses 5 through 8. Jesus says, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. The King James Version says, Your secret closet. And when you have shut your door, Pray to your father who is in in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think they will be heard for their much. The King James Version says for their much speaking. This says for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. Now, the hypocrites, which were the Pharisees, scribes, and Sadducees during that time, loved to pray, standing in the corners, in the synagogues, out loud, in order to draw attention to themselves, in order that they may have praise of man. To be looked on highly or admired by man, whoever was in earshot or eye or could see them as far as what they were doing. And Jesus says this, though, don't be like them. See, they got their reward because people would say, oh, oh, look at them. Oh, God, aren't they so holy? (laughs) Oh, listen to them pray. Wow. What a mighty man of God. Oh, what a. A pious man of God, holy man of God. No, Jesus doesn't want us to be like that. And they got the reward when people say that about them. Jesus says for us to go into our secret closet just between us and our heavenly father out of intimacy, out of relationship with our heavenly father. Shut the door and pray to him in secret. Just you and him, just you and him. Alone, intimacy, closeness. Do you get what I'm saying? Private, based on a relationship. Praise God. And Jesus said that he will reward you openly. You know, after we spend time with God, the life shows. And we don't have to blow a trumpet. There's so many ways that Father blesses us. As he rewards us openly, that, that people will look on us and know that we are his and he is ours. Praise God. He also says, don't play, excuse me, don't pray with vain repetitions. Have you ever known of some religions that, that have these wrote out prayers? 
and they pray them, they pray them, they don't mean anything. They're unattached to God. They're unattached to God because they're not praying out of a out of a relationship. They're praying out of a, off of a paper. You know, a person's heart is not always in praying off of a paper, a piece of paper or something that's been written down through generations to pray from. Don't don't do that, Jesus says. Those are vain repetition. And don't repeat yourself. They they thought they'd be heard because he said that that's how the heathen do. The heathen are considered to be non-believers, people that are not of God. He said, don't do that. They, they think they'll be heard. God will hear them for their much speaking, continuing to repeat themselves over and over and, and praying meaningless, empty prayers that are, not, that are not from the heart. He said, therefore, don't, don't be like them. For your father knows the things you have need of before you ask him. And yes, father knows what we have need of. He knows everything. You know, this is the thing. Our heavenly father loves to talk with us. He loves to hear from us. He loves when we come to him and want to spend time with him in prayer. He loves to hear our voice. Yes, he knows what we have need of. But that's the thing. He loves closeness with us. He loves having a relationship with us. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. That's what it's about. Not so much that God doesn't know because yes, he does. But these are the things that he wants with us. He loves to be in relationship with us. He loves intimacy with us. He loves to hear from us. And he loves listening to us. We have an audience with God, our Father, when we come to him in prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you. Mm. So, Jesus gives us this model prayer of what to do and what not to do. In prayer, because some of these things that I read are hindrances to prayer, and we we want our prayers to go through. We want to be heard. We want our prayers to mean something from the heart. Amen. Praise God. Thank you. And lastly, this is for husbands, and I'm not bashing you guys. This uh, this is just something that sometimes we overlook. And just to let you know, I'm not picking on you. He just finished, Peter just finished talking to the wives, the first six verses. <laughs> Praise God. So in First Peter 3, verse 7, and I'm reading in the Amplified Version, it says, In the same way, you husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, with great gentleness and tact, and with an intelligent regard for the marriage relationship, as with someone physically weaker since she is a woman, show her honor and respect as a fellow heir of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered or ineffective. Praise God. I believe that's all we have time for today. I do thank you for joining me. This is Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. And until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come. They that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.